0: Disclaimer. Explain It Me is a podcast hosted by two adults who drink in the safety of their own home. If you are joining in on the fun while listening, please drink responsibly. Don't drink and drive, and know your limits. Stay safe and have fun. As you listen to episodes, you may hear us make mistakes, like names of films, actors, and actresses, as well as other unrelated facts. Please remember that we are both intoxicated while making this show and are aware of these mishaps. Please do not yell at the podcast while listening. We cannot hear you. Explain it me. Explain, Explain it me. Explain, Explain it me. me. <laughs> Rest in peace to Lance Reddick. I hope I'm pronouncing that right. He died. Rest in peace to Pickle the Parrot. I was just about to say. <laughs> <laughs> Stephanie forgot that Losing My Religion was a song and has been playing oh it. Oh my god. But she did say, I want to hear Rem again. <laughs> Even though it's <laughs> R-E-M. Had to mention it. My REM sleep. What's a song that
1: is Which-a-song? old? Which
0: song? No, no. I said, what's a song that's old, and when you hear it, you think about one of your parents? This? Yeah.
1: And also... The Night Chicago Died. By Paper Lace. I don't know what the fuck that is. Um, it reminds me of my dad. I mean, there there's a Polish song that, like, 100% also reminds me of my dad.
0: My mom grew up listening to... And this is never respect on my mother. <laughs> like she liked Bob Dylan and she liked Cat Stevens, two two artists who I completely love and respect. My father liked the usual shit because he was born in the late 40s, Cream and Jimi Hendrix. But I don't know why he loved the Steve Miller Band because he would listen to Abra Abra I want to reach out and grab ya. But you know what he used to watch all the time, which made my family think he was obsessed with it? Tom Petty. He used to watch Tom Petty's music videos on MTV whenever they came on. So it was a huge blow to all of us when my uncle was like, he hated Tom Petty. <laughs> this man hate-watched shit before hate-watch was the a thing. fad. Yeah, Because I swear to God, he used to watch Tom Petty all the time. Just like he used to watch Jordia on Food Network and I was with him once and he was like Giardia? Yeah, the Italian chef on the Food Network. She's like the thin little brunette haired woman. Yeah. The Italian. Yeah. Yeah. He used to watch her and one day while well, he was rolling a dube, he was like, I hate her. <laughs> it's like
1: what the fuck So he would straight up hate watch He would people hate watching
0: Where do you think I come from, Stephanie? <laughs> like where do all you I think do... I get my shit from? <laughs> yeah. Well get ready to cry, bitch. Mm-hmm. I'm not um as lame as you. Fuck you. I'm just saying, like, you're the one who's, like, a rom-com. Oh, my God, we're going to cry. It's not a rom-com. The last movie that I cried at that was about a couple's relationship was this movie called, like, Crazy, starring the late Anton Yelchin. So that movie is fucking sad and depressing for anybody who is interested in seeing it. I wouldn't advise you to watch it if you weren't mentally well <laughs> we also wouldn't advise you reading a little, 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 little. a little life by yes. Hanya gahara i got her I other ed- book what other book the paradise one yeah you didn't even read a little life why would you get her other book because, it was because you have a shopping
1: addiction that too but it was cheaper at the airport than it was online so did you start reading a little life no why i need to be mentally
0: prepared for you're that you're never going to be mentally prepared
1: for i that need to book. be in a better place than i am right now that's never gonna
0: have. fuck you <laughs> i'm just telling you the truth baby if nobody else will I well have to. you told me that you would read it with me i i absolutely will and are you ha- reading the second book no i started reading um nobody ever told me anything by rachel finley who also is known as Stake on most social media platforms the owner of hot lava the ex-wife to blake anderson from workaholics it's her memoir because she had a crazy life and i followed her on tumblr when i was a teenager so I, like, actually, like, enjoyed her content. The way she wrote. Yeah. Well, you
1: know, we're going to get into some romantic shit in this yeah. one. I don't know how well this is going to go,
0: but... Oh, wait. You know what other book I read that was really romantic and sad that Stephanie also read with me? Norwegian Wood. That book has a lot to do with the it time precise, period. but guess But it was so good. I started crying on the first page of that book just because the way that first page ended... Well, welcome (laughs) to Explain It Me. We're two schwammen. Talk about a movie that's very confusing in plot with the caveat that
1: we are both intoxicated. Fucked up, baby. Which we are. Every day. I don't drink every day. I'm I'm saying we're fucked up every day, not drunk every day. Oh, yeah, we're fucked up every
0: day. Different from we're drinking every day. Because we're not. I'd be dead. (laughs) Donna. Stefania. Do you know what movie we're doing today? I do because you already told me. <laughs> we are doing the Lake House. What year did it come out? It came out in 2006. You ever notice that we do a lot of movies in the between 2000 and 2010? Yeah, that's the goodums. <laughs> the director of
1: this movie is Alejandro Agresti, known uh, for Nothing I Know. Oh God! And but a do bunch. Do I of... know? No, I I genuinely didn't know shit.
0: But did I? Listen he, to he, me. He's directed a lot of Spanish movies. Sandra Bullock is box office poison. Y'all already know. <laughs> what? She makes shit. She makes nothing but shit. She has always been you saw the. You the mid- birdhouse was shit. I didn't fucking see that movie. I don't give a it's shit a about show. that. The no, no. It's um, it's a movie for Netflix. It's a movie. I thought yes. it was a show. Like the bird cage or whatever it's called. Bird, the bird the box. Bird box. Yeah. I don't give a fuck about that. All of her movies are, like, mid-level garbage. You need the least attention span to watch them. Miss Congeniality. <laughs> Crash. Not the David Cronenberg one. What about Speed? Uh, I've never seen Speed. No? No. Um, what's the one where she is that racist white woman who takes in a black kid to be able to play football? What's that movie? The Blind Spot? Yeah. The Blind Spot. Yeah. yeah. That woman... I remember being that wasn't a bad movie. Forced, you would think that I would. I remember wow. being forced to go see All About Steve, and that movie where she's his secretary or something. No, or she's assistant? a rep, she writes for the New York Times. She makes up the crossword puzzles, and I swear to God, she's on the spectrum. And they have one blind date where they like make out in the back of his van, and then he has to go across country for a news story that breaks because he's a cameraman for the for a news station. And she decides to follow him.
1: What's that movie where she's his secretary, a guy's secretary? Secretary? It's not the secretary. Are you sure? Yes.
0: She doesn't play the secretary. The proposal. Yeah, secretary. She makes box office poison. There's this other movie with her and Ryan Reynolds and Michael Pitt in it, and I can't remember the name of it, but she dated Ryan Reynolds in real life, even though she was like 32 at the time, and he was like 21. The proposal.
1: Uh-huh, with Ryan Reynolds, yeah. Okay, well, we're not doing that movie. <laughs> so, The Lake House. Who the, wrote it? The writer is David Auburn, who also wrote Charlie's Angels, and that's basically it. Wow, we know how good that movie is. And Jokes. Then the main actors mm-hmm. are Keanu Reeves, Duh. Sandra Bullock, mm-hmm. and Christopher Plummer.
0: Okay, I know who that is i'm glad he's dead he just died recently that yeah, man lived a long life yeah, yeah. 2001 one no he christopher loomer died in 2000 and like 20 21 oh 21. yeah i was like no bitch he 21. did not die the 21. year that september 11th happened
1: <laughs> 21 <laughs> okay i have a question donna if you lived in a house in an apartment would you leave a letter for the new residents to let them know to forward your mail it depends
0: where i live Because if I was living in an apartment or a house for like 40 years, and it's this beautiful place that I put all my love and my history and my memories in, sure, I would be like, this house was something special to us, and maybe it will be that just for you. If I was living in Miami, I'd be like, fuck y'all. I don't give a shit. They're going to be Miami scum, so I don't give a fuck. So you would leave a letter that says, fuck you? (laughs) Yes. No, I would spray paint it on the fucking walls. (laughs) you don't get your deposit and then i would fucking break the boiler and then i've had shit neighbors from miami that's why i'm saying this <laughs> but also like people aren't people don't really care about what you left behind just because you were alive like you have to be somebody in this world for them to be like that's cool like i remember reading i don't i'm gonna fuck this up so just don't say anything to me Wait. to everyone okay <laughs> I believe Mama Cass moved into Keith Moon's apartment after he died, and then she died there. And that probably means something because it was two celebrities. It might be the other way around, but I, I, I have no idea who the fuck you're talking Mama about. Cass was the big mama from Mamas and the Papas. Okay. Keith Moon was the drummer of the band The Who. I mean, was it like a fancy apartment building in the city I mean, it was in shit? London. I don't think Mama Cass was British, but she probably moved to London at some point. That band's history, if you ever, if anybody wants to go down a deep dive, look up the fucking history of the Mamas and the Papas. The band's history is nuts. They all tried to fuck each other, except Mama Cass. She was in love with one of them, and he was like, you too big in the jig. I can't. <laughs> he was like, I'm in love with this skinny blonde bitch. I'm in love with my other wife, but No. And, like, it's just tragedy. Big girls can fuck. I don't know what's <laughs> wrong with some of y'all that you think, like, oh, they're fat. Absolutely not. You are missing out. If I'm not gay, but, <laughs> like, just what is wrong with you? Some people in this world will judge somebody just by how they look and not realize, like, you could get the wildest experience of your life, like. Can't know that from looking at me, right? But I'm a crazy bitch. You to experience, look so good y'all top, top of this, it. exactly. <laughs> Glad we got that out of the way. Mm-hmm. All what, right, what was I say you asked me about if I would live in if I would leave a note. I yes. mean, you know what I think is always cool. I feel when like people... I would get, do that if I was selling a house, maybe. When people leave notes under like first the first layer of wallpaper and like if you whipped it up oh, you I've would done see... that. Not, like the number 23 that movie sucked I did that me and my mom were trying to hang a sh-
1: rehang a shelf in my room and we put the hanger in the s- in the wrong spot and then we moved it again so there's like eight holes behind where it's supposed to be
0: and I wrote sorry <laughs> that's not good enough <laughs> fuck you <laughs> Let me ask you a question
1: I haven't even started the movie
0: Would you fuck Keanu Reeves Oh yeah I don't find that man attractive at all. Really? Not at all. Why not? His eyes are too close together. (laughs) I I don't think he has a deformity, but it's just like... Looking at his face? No. I I feel... I mean, not that I know a lot
1: about him like as a person or some shit like that, but I feel like the stuff that I've seen online and
0: interviews with him... He has his own motorcycle company. He has a very tragic life. His girlfriend, who he was in love with, was in a car accident or motorcycle accident and she died while she was pregnant with his baby and then he was very good friends with river phoenix who died at the viper club which him and uh river phoenix and maybe johnny depp i don't know they all owned and you know kudos for him because when he recently started dating somebody he was dating a woman his own age so i you shouldn't say kudos that's just the norm that should be the the absolute like Somebody who is rational and sane in their life, they know that they should be dating in their own age range. (laughs) That man is still stuck in that club in Miami somewhere. (laughs) (laughs) People were commenting on that TikTok. (laughs) Isn't he tired? Okay, so let's get into this movie. Okay.
1: The movie starts with a close-up of Sandra in a house with a dog. We don't know her name yet. It looks like there's a tree growing in the middle of the house.
0: Okay, stop. How? How? I'll explain
1: in a oh. little bit.
0: She's got a Mustang. What color? My girl. It's like a like a metallic brown. When you draw the poster for this movie, make sure I'm Keanu Reeves. You could be Sandra Bullock. Cause <clears throat> she's your girl.
1: <laughs> just cause she has a Mustang.
0: She also sucks, but whatever. She's a funny woman in real life. She's just a she's a mediocre actress, and she makes mid fucking movies. I mean, a lot of people love Bird Box. A lot of people's taste sucks.
1: <laughs> I'm apologizing just right now. Don't apologize don't for hate. me. I
0: don't need you to. I do. I'm, I'm a big girl. I'm fine. Okay, so
1: she checks the mailbox. She's also in the house, it's in front of the house. Mm-hmm. And we get a look at the house. And the house is basically made of glass. Every single side of the house is glass, and it's a lake house. And it's on stilts above the water. There's like a walkway leading up to the house. And then there's like a little box underneath the house that the tree is planted in and the tree is growing into the house.
0: Why do you want a tree in your house? Nature, outside. Fresh oxygen, right out of the tap.
1: Gross. We see her driving away and it looks like it's fall or it's like warm outside, but she's still wearing a jacket. Then we get a shot of the same road. She's coming towards us. And then from the other side, there's another street that leads into the same road and it's a pickup truck. And it starts going down the road that she came from. But when we see the
0: pickup truck, there's snow on the ground. And this... wasn't it fall in her backyard? Does she live in an Animal Crossing? <laughs> sure. The pickup truck goes
1: to the house, and then the guy gets out and starts going to it. There's a lot of cutting back and forth, so it gets a little bit confusing. Oh, you don't say. <laughs> Just trying to explain it. We're find... doing a
0: great job explaining it. <laughs> Thank you.
1: Sandra ends up going to a hospital. For and... Fonzies? <laughs> no. I love the hospital. Oh, God. Here we go again. She goes to a hospital. We find out that this is happening
0: in Chicago. Okay. So she lives in Chicago. Wait a minute. Chicago's a city. Where is their lake house in Chicago? Outside of Chicago. Oh, wait. They do have that big body of water Michigan that people sleep in.
1: <laughs> sleep in? Eternal sleep in? It's between swim and live. Um, What state is Chicago in, Donna? Illinois good job
0: suck my ass
1: (laughs) we find out that this is happening in chicago it's called like chicago hospital or something like that and she's a doctor and her name is dr forrester we don't hear her name her first name for like a good 45 minutes in this movie but i
0: know that it's between two people writing letters to each other there's no dear blank they refer to her as dr forrester or miss forrester
1: mr f she's just starting work At the hospital. Like for the day or like she's new to this hospital? She's new to the hospital. It seems like she worked in a smaller hospital before this. We see her get introduced to like a main doctor and the doctor's telling her, like, oh, you have 23 pains and you have 23 patients for the day. And she's like, hold on,
0: how many does she have? (laughs) (laughs) 23?
1: I don't know 100%. I don't remember 100% if it was 23 or 22, 24.
0: That's three different numbers, but the three does matter. Tornado twenty three She's like, this is my colleague." gets her dog.
1: <laughs> She's starting a new job, and then we cut to Keanu and his... Keanu. Keanu, sorry. Yeah, get it right. Put get some t- respect on that man's name. We cut to Keanu Reeves, and his character's name is Alex.
0: Why do we know his name but not hers? Is this movie sexist? Does it pass the bestial test? Probably not, unless the dog is a female. The dog is a female. <gasps> Maybe there's hope. I don't. I don't think it does. Wow! Throw but, this movie in the trash.
1: Would the conversation about patients count?
0: Cancel my subscription. I'm done with your issues. <laughs>
1: okay, Donna. I'm getting a little too feelsy. So I don't know what he is. It looks like he's on a construction site and he's talking to some workers there's a woman chasing after him and her name is Mona and she's asking him like what are you doing like she basically is flirting with him and like wants to go on a date an interrogational flirt I don't know it's fucking weird like she she wants maybe to... I should try that it's like she wants to set something up but he's kind of like blowing her off and she seems a little fucking crazy back to Dr. Forrester she's trying to figure out the layout of the hospital and we just basically see her Nobody she... gave
0: her a map. They were like, here's a directory like a mall.
1: Yeah, like a fucking zoo map. She's trying to figure it out like she gets into introduced to some other people. And then back to Keanu and he's moving into the glass lake house. And the
0: same lake house that we started the movie and Sandra Bullock was in. Yes. He's moving into that house now.
1: Yes. And she left him a letter saying, "Hey, i lived in the house before you and gives him a little bit of information
0: about the house if it smells like shit i did hide three old easter eggs somewhere in the walls of this house and i don't remember
1: where i place them
0: wink wink she does she did she hid them on purpose
1: (laughs) so now we see that she's in a new apartment
0: in her why the fuck would you move out of a secluded quiet beautiful lake house to then move into an apartment be closer to work fuck I don't know. that they never
1: say why in her letter she mentions that there's dog prints on the pathway leading up to the house and he reads this and he's kind of like what the fuck is she talking about what? no and he doesn't know what the fuck she's talking about and the next day we see that alex is kind of like cleaning up the lake house and he's painting the railing leading up to the pathway that goes into the house, and all of a sudden, a random dog comes out of nowhere, and steps into his paint tray and leaves paw prints on the pathway. What kind of dog is it? A shaggy dog, like a big dog. I don't know. I don't think so it's so like a, a mutt.
0: Yeah, it looks like a mutt. I don't. Is this the same dog that she has? Donna. <laughs> That's your fault. You gave too much away in my episode about your episode. All I said was
1: there's a dog.
0: And you said it played an important part in the film. I guess. All right,
1: yes, it's the same dog.
0: What's the dog's name? Jack. How is it a female? Good question.
1: (laughs) Wait, are you serious? Yeah. The dog is a girl, but she she named her Jack? Yeah. So she was just like... The dog just came out
0: of my asshole, and it looked like a jack. We named her Jack Hammer for the way she humps everything in the room, but we shortened it to Jack.
1: Alex goes back to the letter, and he's rereading it, and he's just like, this just fucking happened with the dog prints. Like, what the fuck? We cut back to Dr. Forrester, and
0: it's... You can just tell me her first name. It's Kate. Wow, what a... Crazy. I,
1: I will tell you, I'll, I'll call her Kate, but I'll tell you when we find out what her fucking name is. It's a very warm Valentine's Day, like, strangely warm. hmm And we're also in Chicago, so...
0: And it's 2006, so, I mean, climate change wasn't even really fully believed at that point. Yeah. So Believed. Sh- Science. Believe. <laughs> like, it's a magic trick. It is,
1: isn't it? So... She is having lunch with her mom, and they're- Boo! You okay?
0: Lunch with mom's trauma. (laughs) Oh my
1: god. Well, I guess a little. (laughs) Yeah, what happens at this lunch? Please tell me. Because we find out her dad's dead. Duh. And they're talking about some book that he liked, and then all of a sudden, we see a bus go fucking crazy, crash into a car, and run over a man, and she runs- Back up... up.
0: They're seeing this happen from the restaurant, or we just see this as no, the audience? No, they're,
1: they're sitting, like, in a, I don't know, like, a courtyard, and just eating sandwiches and talking outside. And then all of a sudden, like, in the street in front of where they're sitting, they see this bus hit, hit a car and then what? hit a guy.
0: What kind of sandwich? I don't know, fucking bologna and cheese. It's disgusting. If it's not a BLT, get the fuck out.
1: So now... From that scene, she runs up to him. She calls 911 to get an ambulance. Right, she's a doctor. And then we cut to Alex. And it seems like he's some kind of, like, head of the construction site. And he's talking to another guy, like, hey, we can finish Unit 14 today. And the guy's like, what are you talking about? That's not possible. And he's like, well, take fucking Jerry and Steve off of Unit 17 and have them do this and then take these guys. And basically, he's like, all these people...
0: Aren't doing their jobs. Let's get shit done. So he is a part business owner or owns this construction site that he or a manager. I don't know how construction manager works. Manager type of shit. Do managers exist in construction? Let me know. You good there? No. Yeah. I'm. I am gone. Donald. Yeah. He gets shit done. A real man. Wow. Yes.
1: So again, we cut back and forth a lot. Forrester is back at the hospital. And she finds out that the dude that got run over ended up dying, and she's feeling bad, and she's beating herself up about it. And if
0: only I got a BLT instead of a bologna and cheese sandwich, maybe I wouldn't have witnessed that. Oh my God. Sandwiches matter. Okay, Donna. And the sandwich you like, you know, if says you were a the lot for
1: this movie.
0: The sandwich you like says a lot about your personality. Take Donna's san- sandwich personality test. <laughs> That's a great experiment. (laughs) Like, what kind of lover are you in bed, depending on the sandwich you would pick for lunch?
1: Okay, so anyways, she's talking to the main doctor that she met when she first started, and the doctor's telling her, like... Get away from the city on your days off. Like, try not to...
0: She just moved here. I understand that, like, she I saw know. him get into this accident. But, like, it's traumatic to the point where they're, like, taking emotional leave. Well, not an emotional leave, necessarily. It's
1: just more like, when you have your days off, don't stay in the city. Go out of the city. Go to, like, your safe space, basically.
0: Wish I knew what that was.
1: She does this. She ends up going back to the lake house. And she sees... So, the mailbox that is in front of the house is one of those mailboxes that has, like, the little red flag on the top. Cute. So, if it's down, it means that there's no mail. Right, if it's up, there's mail.
0: Yeah. So Look at her explaining mailboxes to me, who hasn't lived as long as her. So, she sees that the flag is up, and there's a letter
1: in it. And it's a note from the new tenant. Wait a second, the new tenant? She's
0: renting out her lake house?
1: No, she rented it. And she left a letter to the new person that was living in. So now we're at,
0: not the in. lake house, we're at her apartment.
1: No. The, doc- the, the head doctor tells her to get out of town because she saw the guy die. And she was beating herself up about it. And she said, go to your safe space. So she decides to go to the lake house. And no one's there. Like, it doesn't look like anyone's living there. But she sees that the flag is up on the mailbox. So she decides to go up to it and she sees that there's a letter inside of it.
0: Is this present time?
1: Yes. She starts reading the letter and it's the new person that's moving in saying, "I don't know what the fuck you're talking about <laughs> about the paw prints." And it's kind of like confused. And so then, this man wrote a letter to a
0: woman to tell him like, "You fucking crazy. I don't see paw prints." He saw paw prints When the dog came in, I understand that. Yeah, but
1: after. So he was there when it happened. So he's like, how the fuck would you know about that? So he apparently
0: answered this letter between the time of getting it and also working on the house. And then the dog prints happening where she said they were. Yeah, that's, yeah. So he's confused. So like, am I writing letters with the game board clue? What the hell is going on? (laughs) And then
1: we cut to Christopher Plummer's character. And his character's name is Simon Willer. And he seems like he's some rich guy. That's a piece to a real one. <laughs> yes. He's some kind of rich guy. It looks like he's having, like, a meeting with a bunch of people that work for him. And something about, like, a fugue loop. But a what? Fugue loop. Where is he mentioning this? Just randomly.
0: Out in, loud, not in, in a letter.
1: <laughs> yeah, out loud in that meeting with that uh, with those other people. We never come back to this. So I have don't know no what a few clue is. Yeah. Cool. No fucking clue. They're looking at some kind of plan, but we never see what they're looking at. Then there's one person in the room that's talking to him, and we find out that it's his son, and his name is Henry. Wait,
0: whose son is Henry? Simon's
1: son. So Chris Plummer's Cl- character. Okay.
0: An adult. Yes.
1: Okay. Like he he's an old man in this. Right. So his son is an so adult at this. His point. His son is like thirty or something. They have this meeting, and then we see Henry is leaving with, like, another colleague, and he's kind of talking shit about his dad. But I didn't realize at this point that it is his dad. We find out soon after this. His son is a little bit sour, kind of, about what was happening. And then we see he's walking out of the building that he was in, and out front of the building is Alex. And they walk up to each other like they haven't seen each other in a really long time, and they kind of hug. I don't know who this is, but the the brother, Henry, is play, played by Eben Moss Bacard. Or yeah, I know him. Bacarach? I don't fucking know how to say his name. I don't, know, I, I don't know who the fuck this is.
0: Bacarach.
1: They're talking and then we see that Simon comes out of the building and Alex kind of starts walking towards him like he wants to say hi to him too. And Simon kind of looks at him and like waves him off and keeps walking away. And I think Henry says something like, oh, he's just, like, an old grumpy man. And we find
0: out that they're brothers. Alex. Yes. Keanu Reeves. Yes. Is the brother of Simon.
1: Is the brother of Henry. And Simon
0: is their father. Right. Simon is their father. Yes. And we find out that Alex has been gone. Uh Uh-oh. I thought there was going to be a hot gay sex scene for a second. But now my dreams are crushed. Yeah, no, that's incest. (laughs) Well, before I knew they were brothers, it wasn't. It was just a fantasy, a normal, non-incestual fantasy. Okay. Are you saying that two men having sex is gross, Stephanie?
1: No, it's just I know that they're brothers,
0: so I'm just like... Well, well I didn't, I, not I, until I, oh, this you, moment. I'm
1: also glad that you don't even know what the other person looks like. You also said that
0: Keanu Reeves wasn't attractive to you. I mean, he's not... And you're tra- I, like, listen, I, I want get- them to Fuck. I look at them and I don't say to myself like I look at him and I don't say to myself oh I would love to sleep with him he's not my usual pick but Henry he's not like hideous
1: Henry in this movie looks a little bit like the dude that plays
0: Professor X in which film the newest ones so James McAvoy I'm gonna look this man up now watch me have a a conniption (laughs) no he does not you are insane i in know who movie, this man is
1: in the movie not I know who he looks this, like now
0: i know who this man is from what from the what Hen, the guy who plays henry from the lake house yeah what else he is was he in girls you wouldn't have known because you'd never seen it and i'm seeing him in the lake house he has the same haircut as him in fucking professor x it was so mean in the early
1: before he loses all his hair all right go on We find out that Alex has been gone for four years. Apparently, I guess he he didn't even fucking talk to his brother. Like, I don't fucking
0: know. Maybe they don't have
1: a good relationship. You know, man. After this, they end up going to a bar together, and they're just kind of catching up. And he tells him about the dog, that it kind of just showed up, and now it's his dog. Yeah, that's how that works. Yeah, and we see now that... I didn't notice it at the beginning, but we we see that Forrester and the dog that he has is the same dog.
0: Sandra Bullock's dog is the same dog that Alex found. And he's like, this is mine now. Yes. I'm a Christopher Columbus, the shit out of this dog.
1: Yes. So she writes him a letter and then he writes her one back. And in her letter, she wrote something about like, it's the year 2006. It has been all year because he mentioned something about like time and she's fucking confused what he's talking about. So she's like, it's 2006. And he's like, what the fuck, 2006? Who is she
0: talking to?
1: She's writing a letter to Alex.
0: Oh, right.
1: And she tells him her address and again says, oh no. If you get any mail, forward it to this address. So he goes to the bar with his brother. And then after the bar, he ends up going to the address that she told him. And we see that it's a construction site, it's just being built. Who is in the past? Who is in the future? Keanu, Alex, is in the past.
0: She's in the future. She's
1: in the future. Well, she's in the present.
0: I already hate this.
1: So he writes her a letter back saying, I think you got your addresses confused because the address that you gave me, the buildings aren't supposed to be finished for another 18 months.
0: I would know. I'm a construction (laughs) guy. I got a PhD in laying fucking caulk.
1: And he tells her, it's the year 2004.
0: And she's like, are you on crack?
1: Yeah. She looks for a picture from that year that she took with her family, and the date hasn't happened yet for him. So she- Wait a
0: minute. She looks at a picture of her family, and the date on it hasn't happened for Alex yet. Yes. But how so, would she know that? So she's because- actually believing this shit. No,
1: she's not believing it. Okay. Him. Like, she thinks that she's getting a prank pulled on her, basically. So she's like... Okay, well, the spring of 2004, there was a crazy snowstorm and everyone got sick from it. So, doctor's advice, take care of yourself type of shit. This bitch could have stopped us from corona is what I'm <laughs> understanding. So, he looks at this letter and he's like, snowstorm. And then he sneezes and then it starts snowing.
0: Excuse me.
1: He then writes her a letter back saying, can this be happening? And he puts it in the mailbox, and he's walking back into his house, and he sees the little red flag go down and then back up. So he runs back to the mailbox, and on the envelope, she writes, why not?
0: Oh, God. I would be like, what mushrooms did I take yesterday that this is happening? The mailbox is talking to me. The letter knows my future. It's a psychic reader. He looks at
1: the letter and he's super fucking confused. And he looks around like, "What the fuck is going on?" We get back to Kate and she's in front of the house by the mailbox and she's trying to go to her car and she's calling the dog, but the dog is sitting there by the mailbox and just barking at it
0: because it knows that the letter's it, coming. It senses it. And then we see the little dog fu- sense ghosts. Get you a dog. you'll know if there's a ghost and then someone won't rape you because nobody wants to break into the house with somebody who has a dog and you might think like oh you have to have a big dog no any dog because dog seeds ghosts and then you'll get raped no i said it'll stop you from being raped you didn't say stop i did but no you didn't all right don't worry about it donna no editing (laughs) donna (laughs) nobody wants to break into the house with any kind of animal that will bring awareness to somebody's presence it could be small or big Right. It doesn't necessarily
1: it. mean they still won't do it. They're, but it's more so likely cocky that they then, won't. <laughs> yeah. dog starts barking at the mailbox. She's looking at the dog. And as she's looking, she sees the little red flag go down and then back up again. And there's a new letter. And he wrote to her, it's not possible, I know, but it's happening. He so writes
0: she, to her, it's not possible, I know, but it's happening. Talking about the storm? No, talking about the fact that they're communicating with each this other. This is a leap. We've gotten here too soon (laughs) i mean this movie sounds like shit so i'm not that upset but like i'm still upset i
1: kind of like this movie
0: (laughs) oh my god
1: (laughs) so we now see that they're both standing in front of the mailboxes and they're sending letters back to one another like i don't know he has a fucking notepad and he's just putting the letters in the mailbox and she's writing back to him we find out that he's an architect he asks her where she was in 2004 And she says that at that time, she was working at a small hospital on the North Coast. Then he asks her about the future and what it's like. And she's like, bitch is the same. Yeah, if you told me she was in 2020,
0: then we would have a movie.
1: (laughs) He tells her that, I don't remember how, but that they must have the same dog. And she tells him that she calls the dog Jack. She doesn't know why, but when she saw her, Jack came into her head. He looks at the cat. The cat. (laughs) He looks at the dog, he calls her Jack, and she. we see the dog, like, respond to the name. They start going back and forth, and they kind of start getting to know each other more. Oh, and it, it's a bunch of, like, lovey-dovey shit, yeah. And they plan a date to walk together in the city. And it's it's basically, he gives her a map of all his favorite places, like, architectural buildings within the
0: city. I don't even want to go out on a Sunday. You think I'm gonna go geocaching for a motherfucker? <laughs> Who's like, by the way, I don't even live in your universe, so, like, hope you like written erotica, because that's the best we can do here. Hope you like concrete. I'm gonna jackhammer that pussy. Yes. In your dreams. That's exactly what he writes. So,
1: we see both of them separately walking through the city, and they're talking and whatever, and at some point they start joking about being married to other people. So he asked her, like, are you married? And she's like, Yes, I'm married for like thirty years or some bullshit like that and he's I'm sorry, like sorry, how the
0: fuck old is she that she's been married for thirty years? She got married at ten? This is a joke. They start joking. He says that he has eight kids. And they're gonna say he starts saying he has AIDS.
1: Yes. Then they're both like, Haha, no I'm single. Yeah me too.
0: Yeah. <laughs> what would I be doing if if what what kind of life would I have if I chose to write letters to somebody in a different dimension?
1: A different universe? Mm-hmm. So he tells her that he used to take the same walks with his dad, and she wishes that he could be there with her in person.
0: I think I saw something on Tumblr about this movie once, about how ridiculous the plot is. That, like, the dad owns the hospital that she... I, all right, I won't, I won't... No, that's wrong. That's okay.
1: I'll go on. <laughs> we finally find out... Dr. Forrester's first name and her name is Kate. Mm -hmm. One of the things that he wrote down on the map is a location where there's graffiti and the graffiti says, Kate, I'm here with you. Thanks for the lovely Saturday together. We see she's back with her mom and she's telling her mom about the letters. Her mom is like, oh, that's so nice. He seems like a nice guy, blah, blah, blah. And then she's like, mom, did you notice the date on the letters? And she's like, oh, that's just the detail
0: that's what (laughs) he was in prison for murdering his last wife that's just a detail that's just a notch in the the post you know
1: you know it's kind of funny that you mentioned that oh my god so alex is finally with his dad and his dad apologizes for being brash the other day and he said he was dealing with some shit and he didn't have time to talk to his son that he hasn't seen in four years simon asks him where he's been this whole time but they're playing music and he can't hear him and then we find out that simon is writing a memoir so he is apparently the way old white
0: men always think that they have something to say and they need to share it in a memoir i swear well, to god so
1: we find out that he's some kind of famous architect
0: that happens
1: <laughs> and when he's talking to him when he when Simon is talking to Alex he's talking of himself in the third person and Alex is like why the fuck are you referring to yourself in the third person he's like well I'm writing a book and then Alex is like are we in it talking about him and his brother and he's like of course you're part of my life but he kind of looks at him like yeah okay he raised
0: those bricks he raised that roof he didn't raise his own kids
1: yeah Alex brought him a gift and it's old architectural drawings that his dad
0: did. It's a dog. I don't know where it came from. It's yours now. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's it's like leather tubes for like drawings. Mm. So he gives him like two of them and he's like, What's this? And he tells him it's his design of the lake house.
0: The lake house is already there, standing, right? He just wants to what, re envision it, reinvent it. That's a word, right? Invent. Reinvent. Reinvent. reinvent, yeah. reinvent. Holy shit. That bad. he wants to yeah he wants to redesign it. it yeah bingo that's part of it but ladies you only have one soulmate in your life and it's your best friend <laughs> too true <laughs> our
1: our connection our level of relationship i hope everyone has a friend like that, that. one person in their life yes. so simon asks alex again where he was and alex replies trying to forget you Ouch, is this movie written about my life? And Simon says, did you succeed? And Alex says, no. Obviously, they have a strained
0: relationship. You don't say.
1: The dog is like shaking its head. (laughs) Yeah, roh Back to Kate. go back? (laughs) Back to Kate. Kate tells him that she feels very isolated with the long hours that she's been working.
0: That's her fault. No one told you to be a doctor. Jesus Christ.
1: She's playing chess with the dog. This dog is a fucking person.
0: <laughs> chess? Not checkers? Like checkers is no, fine.
1: No, chess. And we see the dog like pawing at one of um, the figures. And she's like, okay, that one? Okay. And is like moving it. I told you
0: she makes garbage. <laughs> <laughs> but of course Stephanie's like, this this is realistic. It, I love this. I see myself well, as it's this character. Absolutely
1: not realistic, but it's just a nice story. Guys, this is
0: the first rom com we did.
1: It's not a rom com. <laughs> What is it? It's just like a romance. Like, I wouldn't call The Notebook a rom-com. All right, fine. A drama. Like a dramatic romance, yeah. you ever seen
0: the movie where Keanu Reeves is dating Charlize Theron, but she has cancer, and she doesn't tell him right away, so he finds out in, like, the middle of the movie, and then he's like, I want to give you the life that you've always deserved, even if it's, like, for this small amount of time. It's called Sweet November. I mean, that reminds me
1: of, what's her fucking name? The chick from that plays Khaleesi.
0: I know who you're talking about. Falls in love with a the guy, the in, guy a in the wheelchair. That's yeah. completely different. That dude chooses to die. Charlize <laughs> Theron has a death sentence because she has cancer. Like I always remember the scene. He seeing, chooses
1: to die. I mean, yeah, he, he, he decides no? no, or he's he's he wants fed up with his life. He's fed in a up with his life in a
0: wheelchair. That guy is sometimes good looking and then sometimes he looks like he's dying. Yeah, I yeah. don't know why. Um, and isn't that woman's name like Emile or something like that? Emily or it starts with an E I think yeah Yeah. um there's a scene in Sweet November where he is like taking care of her and she just drops to the floor in the kitchen and vomits like the most like cat vomit like consistency of vomit
1: (laughs) is it just like the anguish of that relationship
0: what's like Like she's dying at the end because she tells him like I have cancer but that's because they start a sexual relationship and then he's like in love with her and she's like I can't be with you and he's like why not Emily Clark she, and he's like, why not? And she's like, because I have leukemia. So the biggest fucking cancer trope of the early 2000s, late 90s. Jesus. Okay. I remember he's like, I got you a dishwasher. Because, like, she hates washing the dishes. She said that's the worst. I'm explaining in a movie. Just go on. <laughs> okay. So she's playing chess with her dog. <laughs> and in the same
1: letter, she tells him that just get high. Like, <laughs> like you could do the same thing, but funner. She tells him that she misses the lake house and she misses the trees that were in front of the lake house. So this inspires him to steal a tree from his construction site.
0: Steal a tree.
1: And he takes the tree to where her buildings are supposed to be built and there's like a little corner of the block that just has dirt and he plants a tree there. And at the same time, we see that she's going home like in the rain and... I guess she, like, drops her keys or some shit like that. And as she's trying to pick up her keys, all of a sudden we see a tree pop
0: out of fucking nowhere, out of the asshole of the sidewalk. If this were a book, and I don't know if this is based on a book. It sounds like it. But this is some mystical realism shit that I would be like, I absolutely hate this. The first thing that I thought
1: is, what if she was two feet over and this tree impaled
0: her? (laughs) (laughs) This movie would be a horror movie and it would be amazing.
1: Kate goes back to see her mom. This time she's seeing her mom at her house. They're they're talking about something, and I have no fucking idea why. So they're talking about her dad. And I don't think we find out why he's dead. But she says something about her dad, and Kate says something about, like, their relationship. And her mom starts talking about some boy that she loved before her dad. Spoiler alert, it's her dad. I, <laughs> I, I really don't know. And Kate is like, why why haven't you told me about this before? And she says, I was waiting for you to ask. Told her
0: what? About this boy. She didn't know about this boy that she had like a relationship or liked? Her, Her mom. Oh, so her mom's like, why didn't you tell me about this boy before?
1: No, no, no. Kate is asking her mom. Yeah. Why her mom hasn't told her about this boy. Told her
0: what about this boy? That she loved him.
1: And she was like, why Why didn't, oh yeah, yeah. She says, why didn't you marry him? And she says something about some shit. It it doesn't make sense. I'm trying to get there. It does Kate's mom, she has no name. She's just Kate's mother. Kate's mom starts telling her about a boy that she loved before she met Kate's father. And Kate says, why are you telling me about him? Why didn't you marry him? And she says something like, because I was waiting for you to ask me
0: which Ask one, her what it's about him i don't fucking know oh my god that <sighs> boy's soul is in the dog yes now
1: back to alex and he's with his brother henry alex is with henry and we see that alex is looking at like the blueprints from the lake house and henry's like what are you doing and he, he's like trying to redesign it or like add things to it he's like why are you doing that and he's like for her And then Alex proceeds to tell him about his future girlfriend.
0: Future. Men are so dumb. Men will fall for pussy in another dimension that doesn't exist. (laughs) (laughs) So Alex
1: starts talking about his dad. So we basically find out that his dad designed this house. Okay. The lake house. The lake house, yes. And he's he's talking about how the way that the architecture of the house it's like you can see everything but you're also very separated from nature and it's about how his dad is very not in touch with realistic life or some shit i'm not sure remember when you were like this is more confusing than my movie i have to beg to differ Listen, I'm also trying to
0: play this up a little bit, okay? He says that it's very contained and separated from... The glass is bulletproof, so if you try to kill yourself, you're going to die anyway. Because it'll ricochet off the walls. Oh,
1: I didn't write this down for trivia, but it was a trivia thing. The house had plumbing.
0: It had water. Had! Hold on. (laughs) It had water, but it had no toilet. What? Y'all shitting in the woods? (laughs) Nightmare. Worst scenario.
1: (laughs) Alex says that... Their dad knew how to build a house, but he didn't know how to build a home. Oh no. Everybody in this movie has daddy problems. <laughs> they talk about how his dad is very disconnected, and then they bring up their mom. And he talks about oh my God, how. please tell me that Keanu. Oh, you scared
0: the fuck out of me, Kuja. <laughs> oh my God. Please tell me that Keanu reads and Sandra Bullock her brother and sister in the end of this. No. Huh. So, from this <laughs> conversation that Alex is having
1: with Henry, we find out that they used to live in this house. Yeah, and that his mom tried <laughs> it was to was murdered in it. <laughs> no. His mom tried to
0: make it work in the lake house. Women who try to make things work that are unworkable are failures. Cut to Kate. The lake house, more like the break house. Break my balls because this family isn't working. Cut to Kate telling Alex that the
1: next day she was on a train going somewhere She tells him that the next day in his time, so in 2004, she was taking a train somewhere and she left a gift for her dad at the train station and that if he finds her gift, if he could put it in the mailbox for her.
0: Hold on. She left a gift for her own father? Yes. At the train station? Yes. Because within the two years that these people are living in, her dad died? Yes. But when she left the present, he was alive? Yes. This is so fucking stupid.
1: (laughs) He goes to the train station. It's a bomb. (laughs) He goes to the train station. He sees her there. I
0: don't know how he knows her. Wait a minute. He sees her there? He sees her there. Right, because he's in the past, so everything she said. Yo. (laughs) (laughs) This is the 9-11 of time travel. I hate to say it. I hate to say it. He
1: sees her there at the train station, and she's with a guy, and she's kissing
0: him how daddy like or sexually i mean that could be sexually too but like like is that her father or is this a man that she's with she it's a man that she's with
1: she has her arms around his neck she people kisses him
0: like, i almost confused her for one of the people from the L word that old tv show about lesbians in this movie she is not hot i mean i'm not going to go did further you than that what okay i saw a photo of her on imdb in this movie and her she haircut. looks like a character. Her haircut straight the fuck up. I was like, is this a lesbian from that L, from the L world that I've seen before? Well, and she yeah. has a different haircut in the present and in the
1: past. So in the present, she has like short bob kind of haircut. Crazy cut hair, like, yeah. Like pixie, yeah. Like
0: Reba. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Like She's Reba. just too hard-headed. Single mom who <laughs> works two jobs in the house. Her kids and never stops with the heart of a fighter I'm a survivor.
1: Yes. and in the past she has long hair. He sees her, she runs away from the guy that she was with and gets on the train and the dude walks away and he sees that he she left a book on a bench and he picks it up and he kind of starts running after the train because at this point it's left the station. and it's like she kind of sees that he's running and he sees her, but obviously, the train has left the station
0: i don't think for an architect you understand how trains work so (laughs) a train that's moving already is not going to stop for one man running after it yeah so the momentum it would need to stop is ridiculous compared to him just giving some ugly bitch a book well he writes her a letter saying that she never mentioned how
1: beautiful she was he tells her that they need to get together in the future and she tells him to call her she she's writing him a letter back And she's like, call me on July 6th, 2006 at 9.05 p.m. Because that's when she's writing it. And a second later, she gets When I find out my boyfriend cheated on me, so I'll be single. She gets a call, but it's not Alex. It's from Morgan. Who's Who's Morgan? Who's the guy that she was kissing at the train station. So her
0: boyfriend. Her ex-boyfriend. Why was she kissing him at the train station, then? They were
1: dating then in Mm -hmm. 2004, and now it's the future. Okay. He tells her that he's in town and uh, that they should meet up. He's there for some meeting or some shit like that.
0: I have a meeting with that vagina. You want to make it happen? That's what he wants for sure. Of course. So he tells her... It's all the same in the dark. Um, <laughs> what? She's fucking ugly in this movie. She's not ugly. Yeah, she is. Are we a Sandra Just Bullock? Just because she had... No, she's a pretty woman. Just because she has a shit haircut. A pretty woman is a stretch... There is way- Okay, she's not fucking Sarah Jessica Parker. That woman is a mix between a raccoon and a horse, but no. <laughs> I'd say Julia Roberts is prettier than Sandra Bullock, and Sandra Bullock and her came up around the same time.
1: I mean, I'm not comparing her to someone else, but I, I don't think she's a bad-looking woman. I think she looks like a glass of milk, if we're gonna go that far. I didn't know you hated Sandra Bullock. <laughs> she makes garbage.
0: <laughs> when I was like six years old, I went to somebody's sleepover when I was in kinder- kindergarten or first grade, And her mom rented movies from Blockbuster, like kids' movies, and then she rented Miss Congeniality, and she was like, this is for me to watch tonight, because we were all sleeping in the living room, so her mom was watching in the living room wherever they had a VCR. And they left the front door open while we slept, and I remember telling my family that, like, years later, and they're like, are you fucking kidding me? Because at any moment, somebody could have walked up to that house, opened the door, and taken somebody who was sleeping close to the door. I wasn't close to the door. I was close to the TV. And that's why I remember watching this Congeniality. And at six, saying, this sucks. <laughs> okay. Donna was a critic <laughs> at the age of six.
1: That's all I have to say. All right. So Kate is with Morgan. And they went out to coffee. And then after coffee, they're trying to get dinner. And they walk into some restaurant and – the hostess tells them that they don't have any tables available. They're booked out, like, several months in advance. So they walk out, and he seems upset, and she's kind of joking with him. And he admits to her that he didn't have a meeting. He just came into town to see her. That's stalkerish. And yeah, weird. and he te- she tells him, we didn't even date for that long. And he brings up something th- about the fact that, like, he caught her kissing somebody else. oh And she's just like, it was just a kiss. What the fuck? <gasps> cut to Alex and he's working on some kind of community that's being built so it's like a cul-de-sac type of thing they're building a bunch of houses that are basically like the same and they just give numbers to all the houses and we find out that it's taking them super long to kind of finish this like whatever contract they had they're behind schedule and we see Mona again who was the girl that was, like, chasing after him at the very beginning of the movie. And she's giving him some shit about, like, oh, we're behind schedule, but then also flirting with him at the same time. And as she's asking him- Lady,
0: what the fuck?
1: Yeah. As she's asking him to go out on a date with her, his dog, he has a pickup truck. The dog is in the back of the pickup truck. It jumps out and starts running away, so he starts chasing after the dog. He leaves Mona behind. He's chasing the dog for a bit.
0: Terrible name.
1: Well, for I accidentally called her Morgan, and I was like, "Wait a minute, that's not her name." <laughs> I had to go back and make sure. He chases after the dog. Wait, I
0: thought her, Sandra Bullock's boyfriend was named Morgan.
1: Yeah, that <laughs> I Mona got, and Morgan. Yeah, I got the two names mixed up. He starts chasing after the dog. He thinks he loses her, and then we see the dog ran to Morgan. Morgan is in front of a house. Hold it's on, his.
0: is this dog the time traveler's wife? What is happening? this dog connects the whole story hence why it's a main character this is like science fiction marley and me i hate this
1: (laughs) so the dog runs up to him and rubs him him. molests him (laughs) we see that he's like taking boxes out of a car and he's like oh hey dog and Alex- Hey, dog. Yeah. I don't know
0: your name, dog. I don't give a fuck. Alex
1: runs up and he's like, oh, sorry. And he's like, nah, it's
0: cool. Wait, Alex runs up to Morgan, who's taking boxes out of his car, and they both are in the same realm with the dog. Yes. Okay. No, I mean, it's not okay. This is <laughs> bullshit. <laughs> but it's breaking all the rules of time travel.
1: Alex offers to help him bring in the boxes. He has a bunch of boxes. It's like food and wine and shit like that. And Morgan tells him that he's throwing a party- For his girlfriend.
0: This is how you get murdered, people. You don't invite fucking random strangers on the street to your fucking housewarming party.
1: Okay, it's not a housewarming party. It doesn't matter. But I agree with you because Morgan ends up inviting him to this party. At some point, somehow fucking Mona ended up tracking his ass down and Mona runs up on them.
0: This is the man at your party who you're like, who is he who brought him? Nobody knows because your boyfriend's a dumbass dick. And then you go up to him and you meet him and you find out that he's a DJ by trade. And he's like, age is just a number. And now you know that he's on the registry. That's the kind of shit that you're leading into when you do stuff like this or you date dumbass men.
1: Okay, well, Mona finds them somehow. Uh, as they're about to walk into the house, and he's helping him with boxes. And Mona r- refers to the dog as a boy. And Alex had just told Morgan what the dog's name is, and he kind of made a joke about the fact that it's a boy's name for a
0: girl dog. This movie was ahead of its time. It, it's not Gender even that. Gender as a construct. It, it's
1: just like the chick that apparently likes him doesn't even know his dog is a girl type of it's shit. Stephanie,
0: this man doesn't know Wait, where no, this no, dog no, came but- <laughs> from. <laughs> okay but hold on because when who told you about where'd you find the dog he just showed up in my house well well, how do you know it's a girl well oh it's because um the woman from the future who's mentally fucking me told me it's a female because she used to own it well i don't know if you know donna
1: but a dick and a vagina look very much different even on a dog no i don't know i'm blind
0: to all my listeners (laughs) you could say that about a cat not a dog Stephanie this isn't real this isn't a documentary (laughs) shut up Up.
1: when Mona was flirting with Alex before the dog ran away good
0: flirting or bad flirting
1: fucking stupid flirting she's in his she's in his truck and she's like oh you didn't even notice and she puts her foot on the dash and she's like it's the shoe I'm wearing the shoes that you told me you liked and she bought them and the first thing Morgan tells her is I like your shoes
0: are morgan and mona gonna fuck
1: they might as well have (laughs) alex didn't realize who morgan was at first and he's kind of looking at him because he saw him at the train station so he's kind of like do i know you from somewhere and then morgan mentions kate and that the party that he's planning is for kate's birthday so in this time though morgan lives with with kate yes okay and Alex is like, oh, hey, what time is the party? Because he invited them. And Mona... uh, oh, Because at the very end, he's like, oh, it's for Kate's birthday. And Alex turns to Mona and he's like, it's for Kate's birthday.
0: (laughs) Or it's Kate's birthday. You know, I do have to say, I'm looking up on IMDb because I want to see what Morgan and Mona look like. The writers of this movie, this book, movie, I don't know if it's a book. They're not American. It's South Korean. So it, it... i'm sorry if i'm lo- doing trivia but i'm, I'm sorry all right i fucked up i thought it was based on a book that's why i saw a story and i was like oh i was right because it sounds fucking ridiculous <laughs> i won't look any further i'm just looking at who plays who go on okay morgan invites them now we're back to kate
1: in the future and she's at a bar by herself the most
0: crazy shit in this movie is the fact that i'm supposed to believe Sandra bullock is a doctor
1: she plays an astronaut and i don't think i've never seen that she, movie either. she doesn't fit that role at all i'm sorry it doesn't make sense. The main doctor shows up at the bar, and she sits next to her. Her name is Anna, and she sees that she's there. She goes up, and now we're back at the party. It's is it Kate's birthday party. What's
0: playing? Is it Nelly Furtado? No, Featuring so Timbaland? Th- she does she, th- remember when you asked me where's Nelly Furtado. <laughs> <laughs> so you it- can see us in the club. We'll be real nice. That's not their most famous song. The other fucking song that they did together was I want you on my team, so does everybody else. Mm-hmm. Baby, we could hit it on the low. Mm-mm. That was when he was carrying Justin Timberlake's career. You know what I'm talking about, right? Mm-hmm. You Now you're thinking about it? Yeah. Uh, what the fuck this is it? This has been it? a weird day for music. There, R.E.M. to... There,
1: the the song is has a weird name. Wait,
0: the, that song? Yeah. Promiscuous. Promiscuous. Yeah, Promiscuous yeah. Promiscuous girl, you're mm-hmm. teasing me. I know what you want, and And I got got what you need. Nobody better say a goddamn thing about Timberland, okay? Him, Miss Yelly, Aaliyah, and Magoo, which they forgot about in the Lifetime movie, they carried. They carried at that time. (laughs) Go on.
1: (laughs) So this scene cuts back between the bar with Kate and Anna and the party. It's Kate's birthday, and Anna's like, Oh, why didn't you tell us? Like, we could have gotten you a cake. And she's like, I don't like celebrating my birthday. It's just another one of those bitches. Yeah. I
0: mean, I'm like that bitch, but (laughs) I am that bitch. Why are you talking shit? (laughs) Because I was, because I know people are going to be like, Why? When somebody in my friend or family circle is going to listen to this, and they're like, Why are you shitting on that bitch when you are that bitch? Like, I'm going to get that. (laughs) Now that I know how to drive, Wait till my birthday next year. Okay. We going off the rails. I'm gonna go do (laughs) cocaine and get in the goddamn (laughs) lake with the the killer whales. I'm not gonna do cocaine, FBI people. Wink. (laughs) I shouldn't have said wink. In Minecraft. So, now we're at the party and we find out that it's a- Killer whales don't live in lakes. (laughs) Sorry. Wait, do lakes lead to the ocean? Or rivers do? Rivers do. Fuck. Okay. There's no killer whales in the rivers. I don't think.
1: I don't think so. God, alright, so back to the party. We find
0: out that it's a surprise
1: birthday party for Kate.
0: She already doesn't like to celebrate a birthday. Are you kidding me? Do you yeah. want her to murder somebody? It gets worse. All the people at the party are
1: Morgan's friends, but she doesn't know anybody, and he starts taking her around and introducing her to everyone after they surprise her. Now we're back at the bar, and Anna notices that she's always writing something. Like she says that anytime you have a break at work, you're always writing letters like, who are you writing to? And Kate says that she tells her about Morgan. And she says something about, like, the man that wants to marry me, I'm pushing him away. But the man that I really want and can't meet, she wants to give her whole heart to. Anna says, he must be one hell of a writer. And then she proceeds to joke, is he in jail? Because <laughs> she said he, she can't meet him. <laughs> she starts laughing and then she, like, looks down and kind of, like, realizes something. And she's like, oh, shit. And then we cut back to the party. And we see Alex is outside of the house. The house has a porch, and he's just kind of hanging out there. And Kate walks out, and she looks, like, super flustered. And she sits down on the other side of the porch. He's... White women problems. <laughs> he starts trying to do, like, small talk with her, but she doesn't. she doesn't seem like she wants to talk. So he gets up, and he sits next to her. Who has the dog at this point? But the dog's not
0: there. But who owns the dog at this point? Alex. But it's both their dog.
1: Yes. I mean, I guess they both do. Right, because technically the dog would be living in both places. Yeah. So (laughs) (laughs) he sits next to her and he brings up something that Morgan mentioned, something about wanting to live in a lake house. And that when he introduced Kate to Alex, he's like, oh, this is the guy that's going to help us find a lake house. And she's the one that really wants to live in one. She brings it up and then Alex starts telling her that they can rent it after he moves out. Then he asks her if she's read a book called *Persuasion* by Jane Austen. Jane Jane Austen Google
0: boring. And don't throw your *Pride and Prejudice* bullshit at me.
1: And then he, she's like, "Yeah, of course I know that book. Why the fuck? Are of you? course. Are you stupid? Well, th- I'm a white woman." And for Jane Austen. Well, she brings it up more like how the fuck, like, why are you bringing up that book? Because we find out that it's her favorite book. And this is the book that she left at the train station that was going to
0: be this a gift for her father. sex will be mid. I promise you that.
1: I'm sorry to disappoint. There is no sex.
0: Oh, <gasps> There was a bunch of sex in my movie. <laughs> Excuse me? We find out. Wait a minute. This is a romantic drama? no. King? none how am i supposed to believe that these two people that are fucking time jumping, like time jumping, time jumping, like mr peabody and that dude that kid and there's no sex scenes who would watch this <laughs> it's the same book and
1: she starts telling him about what the book is and it's about two people who met and they almost fell in love but they ended up having to go their separate ways and then they
0: meet Mears. Mears. <laughs>
1: And then they meet years later, and they worry about the fact that maybe it's too late for them to be together now. And he asks her, why the fuck do you like this book? It sounds really fucking depressing. And they start laughing, and he asks her if she's been through anything like that, like the book. And she's like, oh no. And then she starts telling him about a guy that she loved when she was 16, her first love, and that they ran away together to San Francisco. Ugh. But it didn't work out. Duh.
0: And also, how 8mm started.
1: Well, also she was 16, so her dad ended up coming there and bringing her back. And she starts telling him something about that her father really wanted her to be a doctor. And somehow that also became her dream for herself. And then she says, and then he died. And then she cry- She. It seems like she's crying, so she gets up and, like, walks away from him. Died of what? I don't think they say. He was in
0: a noodling accident. <laughs> You know that thing where you catch catch fish Neuter. with your <laughs> arms and legs? Four giant catfish tacked him at once while he was noodling.
1: Each limb was swallowed. I
0: work every day so hard to bring awareness to the dangers of noodling. <laughs> it is not a sport.
1: It is a death wish. I don't care. I want to do it. Oh yeah, she before she starts almost crying, she says that she likes helping people, but then she starts crying because her dad said. <laughs> So Alex tries to tell her something, but he like keeps stuttering and he can't spit his words out. Uh, 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 uh,
0: uh, I just imagine is like trying to act. Well,
1: No, he says like, can I ask you a question? And then he can't spit it out. And then he says, do you know the song that's playing? Because the party is still going on inside and they're outside. It's
0: Kesha's TikTok. <laughs> that classic hit, that bop
1: he asks her about the song she says she can't sing it but she knows how to dance so they start dancing together cheating the song is this never happened to me before by paul mccartney
0: i do first of all the title alone i was like what what cash the song no what (laughs) kenneth chesney i don't remember this dude's name the southern singer i'm like what kind of southern ass song is this paul mccartney yeah Listen, I'm going to give another PSA to all the ladies out there. Any man who has an obsession with one of the Beatles, run. <laughs> the whole band, I guess it's okay, because you liked it for the music. But one individual, absolutely not. Lyrics of the- Rip that man off like his ex-wife threw her leg at the table of a dinner in the Real Housewives of New York. That's very specific.
1: <laughs> the lyrics are, Now I see this is the way that it should be for lovers. They shouldn't go it alone. It's not so good when you're on your own. I don't believe there's some other shit. Did you write the whole song lyrics no, 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 into no. The, Oh, okay. It's a very long, like, scene. And the last the last lyrics are the title of the song. I don't believe this has ever happened to me before. She's holding him very passionately. So is he. And then they kiss. <gasps> but they're both in
0: relationships. And then Morgan catches... No, he's not in a relationship. All right, Mona's just dick hungry. Okay. Yeah.
1: Morgan catches them kissing and he's like, "Kate." And then we find out that he's the one that Morgan mentioned when they met up in the future. Mona's also with Morgan, and she's like, "Uh, she comes out, she's wiping her mouth. She's
0: like, "Oh my god."
1: Just <laughs> <laughs> a little white. St-
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> she says it's late and then they leave. So, it's fucking awkward. They start writing letters back to one another and
0: Kate is like why they met in the same dimension just call each other they they can't why wait because they don't know that the person they're talking to over letter like it is Jane Austen time period is the same person they met at the party Alex hasn't had it happen to him
1: yet and Kate doesn't remember so the she writes to him being like oh my god it was you why didn't you say anything and he's like first of all it just fucking happened (laughs) number two you would have thought I was fucking crazy how did she find out that that was him though because she's starting to remember as it's happening. So she knows it happens but she doesn't remember the vomit. guy that she faced. <laughs> <This movie sucks. laughs> I can't believe Stephanie like this. So they get into a little fight and then First fight. They start arguing about she, she's like, But you have a girlfriend and he's like, Mona isn't my fucking girlfriend and she's like, Morgan isn't my boyfriend But at the time he was. So anyways, Alex gets a call and he finds out that his dad is in the hospital. And Anna, the main doctor, is his doctor. Who is Anna again? The She
0: works with Kate, right? Yeah, okay. yeah.
1: So we find out that Anna was his doctor and that he had a heart attack. And then...
0: How can the men have a heart attack? He has no heart.
1: <laughs> Alex goes to his room and Simon is working on like architectural projects or some shit or like drawings. Yeah, you
0: know what they tell you after you have a heart attack? Get back into work. Yeah. Do you know what the problem is with people today? They don't want to fucking work. They're lazy. <laughs> fucking heart attacks? Better get back into that work. Fucking work bitch
1: <laughs> simon tells alex you shouldn't have come it's like too late i already did yeah and in more than one way he, he's being <laughs> jesus christ he's being super brash and alex tells him like yo if you need anything and he's like coffee so we cut back to alex and kate talking alex tells kate that the lake house was a gift from his father
0: to his mother and he built it himself i wish i do I, like I love my husband, but God, I wish I met a man who could build a house from the ground up. <laughs> hot. Donna, this just, is what happens when you enter your 30s. You're like, a man good you, with his hands? You got, you got
1: Clorox bleach for your toilet? God, damn, You know how to hot. lay caulk down?
0: Oh my God.
1: <laughs> Simon is being being very brash to Alex. So Alex starts telling Kate about the lake house. It was for his mom. And he tells her that his dad used to be obsessed with his mom, like he used to worship her. And at some point he became like a a big shot architect and he started to get unbearable. So Alex's (sighs) mom couldn't take it anymore and she left him and then a year later she ended up getting sick. I don't think they mention it, but I think it was cancer. And then we find out that his dad didn't go to her funeral. And Alex asked him why he didn't. And Simon says that she was dead to me the moment she stepped out of the house. This is how we create monsters. Mm. Alex is back with his dad at the hospital. And he gives him his coffee. And then he shows Alex a proposal for a new museum. And then they start talking about light. And how a good architect should be influenced by the light. And how it enters a space. So I guess it's like referring to why the lake house is all glass, glass walls with- kate is now back at the hospital and i think this would be illegal but she's looking through medical records and she's looking at simon's medical as records
0: so lootly there is no reason for her to be looking through some stranger's medical records other than her own personal gain or her own patients no what i said was correct she doesn't have him as a patient no yeah well, so that's through her for
1: her own personal gain yeah I mean, the only way she could legally be looking at records... Is is that if that was her patient, but you
0: know what? I don't even think doctors can legally, like, take care of somebody that they personally know, so... Mm -mm. I don't think it's against it, but I think it's more of, like, a moral
1: thing that you, you know you shouldn't. Because you can't look at it in the same way as if you didn't know the person. So she's looking at his medical records, and we see that
0: she's looking at his death certificate. And then she starts- this is, Listen, if Back to the Future taught me anything, this is fucked. You can't do this.
1: And then she runs to the lake house and she writes Alex a letter that I'm so sorry for your loss.
0: Your dad's dead. What? <laughs> I said he did.
1: He fucking dead dead. I'm going to give you his death certificate before you get it. She tells him that she wishes she could be there with him to tell him that it's going to be all right. And just for moral support to be there. And then she also leaves a book- that was made of Simon's greatest work. And he starts looking through One it. One page. It's the lake house. No. <laughs> he starts looking for it. And she says something also like, I also want to give this to you to show you, like, how much your father loved you. Which, I'm not sure. Bitch, because I don't there's fucking n- know you. There's and you're no- ge- are you kidding me? There's nothing specifically, like, that he wrote something, like, de- dedicated to my son or sons. But- he's looking through the book and we
0: see that there's how you make a serial killer
1: (laughs) there's a photo of him as a child and his son jesus christ of him as a child and his father standing looking at the lake house and it's a photo from behind and then earlier in the movie when he was talking to his brother his brother asked him when their dad built the lake house and Alex says, when I was eight years old before you were
0: born. That's a large age gap. Jesus. Yeah, that's a No wonder they one. don't get along, yeah. yeah. Well, it's not that they, I guess they don't have that close of a the relationship. They do have the same, probably, I'm, we're analyzing too much. I don't know, th- this movie sucks. I don't want to do this.
1: Alex sees the photo and then he starts crying. So, it's super sad.
0: Pussy. Pussy, you crying? You have emotions? It's okay to cry, boys. No. Donna's so mean. <laughs> you just figured this out you've known me for over 15 years <laughs> i'm a fucking bitch too <laughs> what The fuck so whatever he
1: writes a letter to kate saying that i want to meet you for real and she's kind of like worried or like she's like yeah okay we can meet but you're gonna have to wait for two years and
0: he's like i don't give a fuck what? i want to wait meet a minute you. they're self-aware to the point where there are two different like year dimensions but they're like i want to meet you but they've already met this is so confusing <laughs> You remember when we did The Brood and you were like, this is the most confusing movie you've ever done. This is the most confusing movie you've ever done. The beginning of it seems fine, but I remember at
1: the end of that movie, I was like, I don't know what the fuck is happening.
0: Neither did I.
1: I'm sitting there with a fucking headache trying to connect the dots and they're not fucking connecting. Okay, so they want to meet and the way that we've seen this a couple times already in the movie but the way that this is kind of shown is instead of them writing a letter back and forth to one another they're talking out loud where they are and it's like, like they're in their ta- head like well they're no they're re- talking they're not even it's not even in their head it's as like if they're right, they're talking out loud we like the the screen is split Kate is on one side and Alex is on the other side and they're talking to one another, but they're not actually there. But it's like they're talking back and forth within the letters.
0: Kate, send your panties. <laughs> I want to know how it smells.
1: <laughs> this is the rated R. If Cinema if not if Cinemax made this movie. Skin Max. So she's like, okay. And he's like, let's meet tomorrow. And she's like, okay. And he's like, where do you want to meet? And she tells him. She says that she wants to meet at Ilmar, which is the name of the <laughs> restaurant <laughs> where her and Morgan went to try to go. And the, the hostess was we're like, were, we're booked out a few months.
0: So Alex goes. I'm supposed to believe that in this like fucking Connecticut town, wherever this fucking movie takes Chicago. place. <laughs> oh, right, right, right. Chicago.
1: Chicago.
0: Alex goes there
1: to talk to your
0: gay dad about it. <laughs> What is that from? Chainless. Oh,
1: is the British version on Netflix?
0: No, but I can send you links so you can shishmigally watch it if you want. Okay. Oh God. Oh, I
1: forgot <laughs> to mention
0: this. I could not find this. Neither movie could
1: I. Anywhere. I couldn't
0: find mine anywhere either. I found
1: one version on YouTube that would skip every five seconds, two seconds back, and I was so pissed. I had to. For it, are you serious? On Amazon Prime, are you serious? Three dollars and fifty-seven cents. IRS, give me back my money. Yeah, <laughs> this is a job, so yeah. give me back my money. Yeah, fucking give me my money back, bitch. <laughs> well, technically not mine because the account is set up <laughs> for this credit card <laughs> for my man. Give credit her back card.
0: her Russian boyfriend's money. <laughs> <A> Latvian. <laughs> my bad. Oh, okay. I'm not racist. So
1: Alex goes to the restaurant. And the host is like, yes, when can I book your reservation for? And he's like, three uh, sorry, two years in the past no, from today.
0: Oh, right. In the future.
1: He says, I want to make a reservation for two years from tomorrow. And the host is the like, ho- sir,
0: I don't do enough Molly for you to be asking me this. <laughs> I don't get
1: paid enough. <laughs> she's like, two years from tomorrow? And he's like, yes. And then we see Kate shows up at the restaurant and she says the last name for the reservation and the hostess is like oh my god that's you oh my god she's like
0: i switched to coke it's been great (laughs) i can do this
1: we see her sitting there and she's waiting for him and we get like a little montage and she's sitting there the whole night and he never shows up
0: (gasps) what the fuck is he dead too
1: (laughs) she writes him a letter saying that you never showed up you never came and he says Oh my god, something must have happened. I'm so sorry. We can try again. And she says, no, it's too late. It didn't happen, so it's not going to work out. And then he's like, what about that book, Persuasion? And she's like, life isn't a book. It can be over in a second. She tells him about the day where she was with her mother and a man died in her arms and it made her start thinking about the fact-
0: don't share your trauma with somebody who you haven't <laughs> had sex with. Just don't do it. You have no leverage in that game. She
1: starts tel- telling him that it made her think about how can something just happen like that, especially on Valentine's Day, because I, I don't think I mentioned that, but it was Valentine's Day.
0: The day that he made the reservation no, for? No, the day, the day that the guy got hit by the bus. You did mention that. It was I like did. the coldest, like weirdest day. The warmest. warmest the warmest, yeah. right. Yeah.
1: And it made her start thinking about the fact that like, how can life be over so quickly? And about all the people that must love him and that will never be able to see him again. But then it also made her think about what if there is no one waiting for you? What if there is no one that won't be able to see you again.
0: This movie sounds like shit, which is super fucking depressing. <laughs> see, Stephanie's like, this is sad. It's hitting me in the heart. I'm like, oh my God, I'd rather be doing anything else. I'm losing brain cells.
1: She then tells him after it happened, she went to the lake house searching for answers because this whole situation threw her She's into like, a mel- I ripped- mental fucking breakdown.
0: I don't know if this movie's gonna come out before or after my movie that we just did, but who cares? I ripped the wallpaper off the wall. Why is the number 23 written all over the walls?
1: (laughs) She went to the lake house to try to find answers. And then she found him because the same day that she went, that's the first time she got a letter. But she says that it's not real because they're not in the same fucking dimension or whatever and that she needs to live her life
0: and he needs to let her go and not write her anymore. I would check into a mental facility so quick. If I felt like I was living through this.
1: We see Alex reading this letter. And then he just keeps writing her letters. He puts
0: letter after letter into the mailbox. <laughs> and he. My man's a letter rapist. She said no. He said fuck that. I'm going to continue to write you. I'm going to write you all night. I'm going to write it hard. I'm going to write it fast. I'm going to write it long. I'm going to write it so I'm going to write it whatever. I'm going to write I it want. bold. I'm going to write it underlined. I'm going to write it when you're not looking I'm going to write it in red pen. I'm going to write it in the shower. I'm <laughs> a serial water- writer.
1: I got them waterproof permanent markers. <laughs> we see Alex leaving her a shit ton of letters, but she never leaves him one back. And now we see that Kate is at a bar, and it, it's the same bar from earlier, and it's super packed, and she gets a phone call. And it's a phone call from Morgan, and he he wants to meet with her, and she tells him that she was super happy to get his call and to hear his voice. Wait, wait,
0: it's a phone Call from Morgan and she, you mean Mona?
1: No, Morgan. She gets. She a call. was
0: so happy to hear Morgan's voice. Okay, yes. got it.
1: And then he tells her that he got a job and that the job is in Chicago. Chicago. So he walks her home and they end up kissing under the tree that Alex planted. And I'm like, damn, that's fucked up. Now back to Alex. You're too invested in this. I'm just waiting. I just wanted to see if you were going to say something.
0: Back to no, Alex. No, she Whatever. <laughs> If I can quote Three Six Mafia correctly, as fucked up as I am, she a a big time hoe, a Calico hoe, a real nasty bitch from Chicago, which fits in this movie. I might have gotten those lyrics wrong, but. But she's not from Chicago. No, but she going there. (laughs) She living there. Mm
1: -hmm. Basically, she's like, I'm getting to the point where I realize I can't have a relationship with you. So the guy that I wasn't crazy about,
0: I know he wants to marry me. So fuck it. All oh, right, because she said in the beginning of this movie she was married. No, no, but that was a joke. So yeah. now she's saying like, did she might marry him because it's no, the so only
1: thing? It, it's going back to the whole conversation that she had with Anna at the bar, mm-hmm. saying that the man that she that wanted to marry her she pushed away, but the man that she really wants to be <sighs> with she can't see.
0: There's no way these men are chasing after her. There's no way that this is level one hundred.
1: Who was she in a really long relationship with, and then she that adopted- Nazi.
0: Oh, yeah, Jesse James. Mm-hmm. That's Who also some the cap on whooping cough? Yeah. <laughs> whooping? <laughs> yeah, because she don't believe in vaccines. <laughs> <laughs> I know she doesn't, but she... Oh, God.
1: Okay, back to Alex. He's, I guess, walking through the woods by the lake house. And Jack runs off again. And she gone. I guess this time she runs off to be with Kate now. <laughs> we see Alex is now packing up all his stuff from the lake house. And he goes into a box and he pulls out like a plastic bag that has all the letters that he wrote to her. And he leaves the box. Yes, we saw this earlier in the movie, but there's like a little attic area. He leaves the box with the letters in the attic. Now, after that, Alex, in the past, goes to where Morgan works and I think he's like a real estate agent or something i'm not sure it looks like a real estate agency he goes there morgan sees that he pulls up so he walks out and he's like what the fuck are you doing here
0: and oh right because they kissed and he saw it. yeah
1: so he's like,
0: like where's this masculinity? what the fuck to- are you toxicity? doing where is this toxic
1: masculinity coming from <laughs> morgan goes out they start talking and alex says
0: rent the lake house it's what kate wanted oh
1: dude the guy
0: who plays her fucking who plays morgan the boyfriend is from congo and the stepfather what's
1: i don't know Congo. the movie
0: where this like fucking team of people go to the jungle and they got that ape that has a sign language backpack so it talks and it's like amy good amy good (laughs) and then they run into those like weird warped gorillas that are like snow apes and they kill people (laughs) You've never fucking seen Congo? Oh my god. Is it confusing? No, it's just so bad. It's on the (laughs) level of, like, Anaconda. Like, and Alex goes to Morgan and he starts telling
1: about the lake house is what Kate wanted. And Morgan says, how the fuck do you know what Kate wanted? And he's just like, believe me. And gives him the keys. No renter's agreement, no nothing, just hands over the keys. Now we see as... Alex is leaving, Jack runs up to Morgan, and Morgan's like, oh, I know you. And instead of being like, hey, Alex, wait, your dog, he just keeps it? Everybody is is passing this
0: dog around like it's a bong. (laughs) So at this point, I'm not shocked. So now
1: we see that Alex is working on the lake house again, and he's adding things to it. And Henry's there, and Henry's like, what the fuck are you doing? And he's like, I'm making it everything that it's not for her. And... Henry's like, your future girlfriend? He's like, you need a real woman. And Alex is like, shut the fuck up. She was a real woman. She was more real than anybody to me. I love her. Henry asks her, why aren't you talking to her anymore? Because he mentions that they're not writing anymore. (laughs) And he's like, why? And Alex writes, because of time. So he says that he loves her, but now she's gone. We see Kate and Morgan together and they're in some fucking house, I guess. But it's super fucking decrepit and it it's basically like a fixer-upper. Now, I don't know about you, but I don't think I've ever heard of a rental...
0: That you would need to fix up. Did they buy it or they're renting it? They never say that they bought it. If, they, if they're if they living in a rental that needs fixing up, they probably got a deal to rent it because they got to fucking fix it. You did Maybe? say at some point. It's not the lake house though, right? No, it's, it's right. a different. It's like, it's you in know what? Chicago. I'm not going to try. <laughs> yeah, I, whatever. She goes with
1: Morgan and he's like, what the fuck are you showing me? But the way that she's talking about it is as if she like either bought it already or she already signed the lease. And she says that she bought, she found an architect who specializes in renovations. And oh, I wonder who that is. She she sets up a meeting with them, and they're going to go the next day. Mm-hmm. Is it the
0: fucking family business? Donna. What? Did you write this movie? You know what? <laughs> in a fever dream, <laughs> I wrote A Perfect Getaway and then this movie. I was like, let's take A Perfect Getaway and see what would happen if we made it a realistic ramedy. Or not a ramedy, but...
1: So, there's a scene in between this, or no, I'm sorry, right after this, and we see Kate is in their apartment. In her apartment because Morgan moved in with her. Right. That's her shit. Yeah. (laughs) How dare you?
0: So this man does nothing for a living.
1: There was a scene earlier in the movie where Kate goes to see a patient and it's a little girl and the little girl is watching some movie on TV and we're now in her apartment with Morgan and she's watching the same movie that was playing earlier. And Morgan is working from home and
0: he's like, can you turn that down? What the fuck does he do that he's working from home? He's a real estate agent.
1: I, I really don't know. Okay. I don't remember. I, they mention it, I'm sure, but it doesn't matter. She's watching the movie. He asks her to turn it down. And then instead of turning it down, she just turns it off. And then she goes into her bedroom, lifts the rug that's by her bed, and like starts kicking the floor.
0: Fills out a gun. And,
1: and one of the floorboards pop up. And there's a book. And the book is Persuasion. Now, they, maybe this was a cut scene. Let me know. Because he tells her that he'll give her the book back sometime in the future. Alex. Yes. Okay. When he picked it up from the train station. I don't know
0: how to read.
1: But he never. You can have this back. We never see him give it to her. So she pulls it out. And then there's a pressed flower between one of the pages and she starts reading something no man knows how to do that (laughs) she starts reading something from one of the pages she's like whispering it i didn't give a fuck enough to rewind everybody in this movie everybody in this movie needs a fifty-one-fifty call on them i'm not (laughs) fucking playing with you (laughs) it's something about feelings the page that she's reading she takes the book and then she hugs it Now we see a building and Alex is standing in the window and there's a party going on and it's a party for New Year's and the
0: year is 2006. So now we jump back to Kate. I don't know the years. I'm still like out (laughs) of the loop with what a decade or year it is.
1: Now we jump to Kate and this is the moment when they're in the decrepit house. And right after they have the conversation, they then go the next day and Morgan is saying something about like, how did you find this place? Are they new? And she's like, yes, they're a new firm. He's like, why the fuck
0: did you pick them? And she's like, because they're cheap because they're new. So if only you knew what houses cost now. (laughs) Mm. This is when the housing recession happened, right? No, that was 2008.
1: Right. It, it well, was, technically, yes, it would have been, yeah, because Alex is now in 2006, so she would be in 2008. Right, because she's two years ahead of him. We see her and Morgan walking to the firm, and they sit in the lobby, and the name of the firm is above them, and it's a name that Alex and Henry were talking about naming if they made their own architectural firm.
0: Okay, so now in the future, they have their own firm, because Papa is dead Yes, yeah. We find
1: out it's Valentine's Day, and Kate and Morgan are meeting with Henry. At the same time as that's happening, we see Henry and Alex are together, and Alex asks Henry, hey, do you want to go out for a drink after work or later on in the day? It's like, what are you
0: doing, bro? Are you hitting on me? <laughs> Gross.
1: And Henry's like, no, I have a date with so-and-so. Like, we're going out to dinner. And then Alex is like, wait, what day is it? And his brother's like... You dumbass. It's Valentine's Day.
0: You fucking pussy. Pussy. You don't know what day it is. You're not trying to get that pussy. Now it's back. V day. V D.
1: I got it. Back to Kate and Morgan. They're still in the firm and they're looking over the drawings that they made. And she's like, oh yeah, you got to add this, blah, blah, blah. And after- I like
0: the colors. <laughs> There's no colors. It's just blueprints. I blue know. Prints. I just. <laughs> I'm making fun of women. I shouldn't, but you know, it's it's a comedy show. Her
1: and Morgan are about to walk out and she kind of like looks back to Henry and he was with one of his colleagues. She's saying bye. And then all of a sudden she noticed that there's a drawing on the wall
0: and it's a drawing of the lake house. And she goes up to it. I really hope somebody sets this lake house on fire at the end of this movie, but I know it's not going to happen. It doesn't. Yeah. She goes Bucking up to the drawing. I had it
1: right. <laughs> she goes up to the drawing and she's like, "Who drew this?" And Henry says, "My brother drew it." And she's like, "Hold on, who's your brother?" She's like, "Hold on, how. who your brother be?" <laughs> and he's like, "Alex, Alex Wheeler." She's like, "Oh my God, how can I get in touch with him?" And he says, "He did." I'm sorry, but he died two years ago <gasps>
0: today. Did I write fuck it. Wait a minute. Is that why he didn't show up to the dinner? Oh my God. I am a baby genius. I wrote this movie. He tells her there was an accident. But he's alive. I'm so fucking confused. But he's not dead in the future. It's, Is he?
1: It's 2006 for him. Oh. The day of Valentine's oh, he Day. Oh, he's
0: in the past. He start- he's in the future
1: yes he starts running somewhere we don't know where and we see she's also oh my god is he
0: running to make the reservation that he made because he knows he's late and he's are you shaking your head no okay sorry i'm trying to you know it's been a long time since i wrote this so i forgot (laughs) where this my head is fucking done
1: they both start driving to the lake house
0: but they never said that they were going to meet at the lake house
1: Alex starts running, and we see him go into the lake house. He goes into the attic, and he starts rereading one of her letters. Okay. And the letter... Says, you
0: gon' die, boy. (laughs) Says
1: something about an accident happening on Valentine's Day.
0: You ever seen Final Destination? (laughs) I'm living it.
1: And then she runs to the mailbox and starts trying to write a letter. She puts a letter into the mailbox, and then she kneels next to it and starts crying. And while she's doing this, we hear what she wrote in the letter. She says, oh my god, I realize that that man that h- got hit by the bus...
0: Shut the fuck up! Wait a second, you was put the you. fuck out when I was reading the number 23 to you. Are you kidding me? Are
1: you kidding me?
0: Are you fucking kidding me? That is so stupid. That is so dumb. Holy shit. She's fiending over ghost dick? Are you kidding me? Are you joking? Is this fake? This is false. This is fake news. I'm fucking done. You couldn't give me a dumber ending. Wait, it's not over. It's over to me. (laughs) Slobbering over Casper the friendly ghost dick. Like, I can't even.
1: She says, don't go. Because it was like a square something where the accident happened. She's like, don't go there. Please wait. Please wait two years for me. And meet me at the lake house. She writes, I love you. And then she starts crying. And she's waiting there and she's hoping that the little red flag will go down and back up again. But
0: it doesn't. I had this power. I would be there and be like, my husband was killed by a city bus. How do I sue the city? And then I would get that coin. She also wrote in the letter, please don't try to find me. Please wait.
1: And she's kneeling by the mailbox She finally at some point sees that the little red flag goes down. Oh my god. And then she hears a car coming down the road. And it's Alex's pickup.
0: And Jack is driving it.
1: (laughs) (laughs) And it's Henry. (laughs) No, it's Alex. (laughs) She sees him. They start walking up to one another. And she's like, you waited. And they start passionately making out. And then they both start
0: walking to the lake house. She looks like Clay Aiken in this movie. This isn't hot. Like, this is like two men making out, basically. The end. What? I don't even understand. I'm not. I'm not gonna quit. <laughs> Give me the trivia. I want this to be over. <laughs> oh my god. The lake house.
1: It was built for the movie. Of course it was. And then it was demolished. The movie is based off of a Korean movie. I'm so sorry. Named Ilmar which means the lake house. Was it the name of the restaurant that they that met That is at? the name of the restaurant as tribute. How <laughs> The dog's name is Jack, after Keanu Reeves' character from Speed, the first movie Sandra Bullock and Keanu Reeves did together.
0: I never saw that movie. So cool. I'm glad it's ruined for me now.
1: And then the funnest
0: fact of them all. The house was
1: located on a haunted fishing lake in willow
0: springs illinois the ghosts be loving that shit that shit rom-com movie that they be putting into their town also fun fact having to do nothing with this movie
1: did you know that mike tyson makes vapes
0: (laughs) that has to be the most random shit you threw at me (laughs) that was not fair why did you know this because i was shopping (laughs) vapes (laughs) He's like, it's a special right now. Get my grills and your babes as a ca- a package. This one tastes like mesquite. <laughs> <laughs> what is wrong with your brain? <laughs> That's why you like this movie. Because <laughs> I'm fucked in the brain. <laughs> why didn't you mention that before the episode started? So I,
1: I wrote this down because I was like, yo, this will be fun to mention. <laughs> I'm a, I'm a-
0: a oh, fucking branch at her let's see
1: if she catches it no i'm blind and then also something having to do with my last movie fun fact the goats they're real in hawaii <laughs> they're called the hawaiian ibex but guess what they're not really an ibex they're just a feral goat and guess who the goats were left by or how they
0: came to be there by white people specifically <laughs> james cook the population of goats you can find there smoke the vapes by mike tyson that he sends there as care packages to these goats straight up i just wanted to see what the flavor profile
1: of the vape was and then i see mike tyson
0: (laughs) and i'm like okay why i I think we're good i think (laughs) we can end it here i am i've had enough so thanks for everything by the way this definitely was a great movie Listen, I feel
1: like if you watch it, you'll have a different opinion. 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 I won't, but cool. So, thanks again. Well, I had fun. I'm glad you did. I thought this was going to be a total shit show.
0: (laughs) It never is.
1: I mean, just because it's it's very different than everything else we've done. Yeah, but look at me. (laughs) (laughs) I'm
0: a mess. That's not because of this movie. My name. (laughs) It's just Life. I am the Hot Mess Express pulling into Dysfunction Junction. I thought
1: you were going to say that you're the train from Source Code, also in Chicago. (laughs) Cool. We need to start making a list of all the actors that we've done and then movies that take place in cities.
0: We'll do that, sure. Um, If you want, you know, if you're crazy enough. Thanks for listening to us on this stupid-ass movie. Yes. Hope I you had, had fun. fun. Hope you did. Yeah. Good night. Right. I'm hungry. Goodbye. Bye. Bye.